All right, now, it's sale time. So remember, we don't take no... No shit from anyone. No. Uh, we don't take no prisoners. We don't take no for an answer. Oh, yeah. We don't take no for an answer. We don't take no for an answer. We don't take no for an answer. No. Okie dokie. No. Gotcha, thanks. Mm-mm. Terrific. Thanks for your time. Let me say... Maybe. Well, then. I'd just like to add that the spectrometer readout on the nickel-cadmium alloy mix indicates a good rich strobe and fade, decreasing incidence of wear to the pressure plate. If you could just... Whoa, little fella, you're not speaking my language. What my associate is trying to say is that uh, our new brake pads are really God, cool. You're not even going to believe it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna cut this out. Uh, um, all right, so... Actually, before we get into it, man, I gave month nine to Alicia to read, and so I do user testing on my on my posts, and I I finished it. I gave Alicia to uh, give it to her to read, and she wasn't like laughing, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like that's a bad sign. Like there was only like a couple moments where she was laughing, and she's like, "Yeah, some of the other ones were funnier." <laughs> but i i don't know if if it needs to all be so funny like i think it needs to there needs to be a mix or funny doesn't isn't funny anymore if everything's funny i don't think i don't think you, i don't i laugh sometimes but i don't think of it as a funny thing that i read for you okay okay no for me it's like a i, I imagine it's like uh if you were like an anthropologist in some remote village taking this daily like you know this like daily log of like some alien life or something like that like that's that's kind of how i like field notes from like notes okay. from the field kind of thing okay um okay. and and yeah if there's like a fun like uh, let me put it this way i think if you forced comedy it would lose some or it would just feel weird i think if it's if it happens to make you laugh it makes you laugh but I wouldn't. I wouldn't index on laughter. Okay. Um, all right. I, I. I am. I am. As we speak, highlighting all the posts that I think are not the funniest, though, and I'm gonna revisit these. <laughs> well, <laughs> s- s- send it to me. Let me be your your user test. I'll even. I'll even film myself as I'm reading it. If you want to see my face. Yeah, we. I, I basically need a split screen where it shows where your mouse cursor is, and the other split is on your phone, your face. And I just yeah. want to see like a live, live, live I, reaction. I can do that. I have a program that'll do that. Of, of course you do, Ken. Of course, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today, man, I this has been put off for a very long time. Um, but the topic really was today to talk about. You know, this idea of should we bring guests onto the pod? Should we mm. change the format up a bit? Mm-hmm. And should we bring guests on? And I guess the precursor to this question, though, is, um, you know, ultimately, we get a lot of good feedback from people who listen, like the five people who listen. Three yep. of them give us good, good feedback. Mm-hmm. The other two are just like a silent, you know, just silently watching us and, and, and listening. But um you know, a lot of the feedback we do get is people like that these are honest conversations that they, um, like Davin mentioned that, you know, it's a conversation that he wants to be a part of, which was super flattering. Um, and, 
you know, and that's great. And we don't want to lose that. And would we, do you think we would lose that if we brought a guest in? Sorry. I, um, <laughs> what happened? What happened? Ever since last week when you were talking about breathing, now I'm very self-conscious of it. So I was I had it on mute because I was I was breathing, but I was like off to the side. So sorry, I, I listened to everything you said. Um, I just had it on mute, and then I wasn't ready for you when when you when you brought me back in. I thought I had an extra second. Okay, so I my hesitation. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I'm torn. Okay, I'm torn because I think that the spirit of the pod. From the get-go, by the way, I never called podcasts pods, and you did, and I thought it was so weird, and now I call them pods. I just wanted to give you credit for that. Um, Sorry, is pods like a, a douchey term? Should, I don't know. Like, like you would always say, like, yeah, like I listen to Bill Simmons' pod, and I'm just like, yeah, I was kind of douchey. I was just like, oh, fuck, like, what, what, just called a podcast. Um, but it, it's too long of a word. I know. No, I, I, I do the same thing now. I call it pod all the time. Anyway, I just wanted to give you credit for that. Okay, cool. So, Thanks, man. I think that the original the original uh, idea behind this was we've we've had a pretty much a standing conversation for a while and this is a view into that conversation. Now, how egotistical is it for us to think that people will be interested in just listening to us talk? And I think that's mm. the that's the worry. It's that truthfully, I think if if we could get thousands of people and and make a difference in even some of their lives or give them some new thing to think about just by us having kind of like last week's conversation mm-hmm. every week. That to me is the dream. I mean, that, yeah. that is, that would be amazing because mm-hmm. it's very authentic. It speaks to the fact that maybe you and I do have different opinions than other people or, or just there's something about us and our dynamic that, that works. I don't know. Um, I don't think we're famous enough to actually do that. I don't think mm-hmm. we have the the network or the clout to. And so the guests to me is, I think there's two ways we can do it really well, or it's maybe three ways or three things we'd need to do to do it really well is like bring in people that we, well, okay. It's almost like bring in people that we don't know at all, kind of like a Tim Ferriss and mm-hmm ask them questions so that we can learn too. So if you are trying to get your book done, we bring on someone who's written a book and we talk mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. and you drive that conversation. And I ask questions where I think I have a good question, but you're really steering that boat. Maybe mm-hmm. I bring on a Shopify person who's doing $10,000 a day. And I'm asking, how did you move from where I'm at now to where, where you're at? And then, you know, that kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. of course they share it with their network and we grow and all that. The other option is like we we make it more of like what we did last week where we we have a topic and like books we love or something like that. Yeah. Or some big thing that happened in tech or something that, I don't know, just like whatever we want to talk about that week. And then we bring on a guest that's a very close friend of ours that we can have the same kind of real conversation that we have, but we have another perspective. So, and somebody who we think has something to add to whatever we're going to talk about. So if it's um, books, we bring on someone who we know reads a lot of books or something or doesn't read any books. And then, yeah, you know, um, so then I, I, I feel like once we do that though, I almost feel like we lose a bit of the charm. 
I feel like once you bring a guest in and we start like like a person who reads a ton of books, we bring them in and we start asking them about books they read. I don't know. It, it, I think you lose a lot of intimacy in the conversation. Mm. Um, I, I don't know unless there's a way to capture that. The the first option you talked about about bringing guests that are here to further our projects and stuff that we're working on, it's interesting. I like that. Again, I wonder if it's a little too egotistical to do that, but at, at the same time, I kind of want to do that. Um, well, and and not that we'd have to. I think that's maybe where we would we could start, or, mm-hmm. um, but but be. Because I think the the authenticity, there'd be a real curiosity where we would be really wanting to know things and we'd be asking. It wouldn't be anything contrived. Like sometimes with Tim Ferriss or those kind of, um, and we're not Tim Ferriss, I'm not trying to compare it, but that's just the easiest prototype I have in my mind where a lot of times I feel like he's asking questions that he, I don't know, he has a nosy answer to or he doesn't really care, but he... Mm-hmm you know, he's, he's trying to get something out of this person. That to me is not interesting um, at all. And because I I just don't even think we are qualified, like not qualified, but I don't think we have the network to, to do that or so. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I, I think we can find a lot of interesting people. I don't, I don't really question that, but I don't, I don't like the, that kind of format. I just think, there's a ton of that stuff out there, and yes. I think they always feel very surface at the end of the day. Like I and, always, I, yeah. Like, don't you feel sometimes like it's the? How do I say this? Um, well, I mean, you can even argue. Let's just like, we just beat on Tim Ferriss a bit here because he kind of admits it whenever he has a book coming out. So he just had this book launch, Tribe of Mentors, and he started off for like five or six weeks. He would just plug the book as the, as the commercial, like as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he would say things like, Hey, you know, like I don't do this often. I deliver all this free content to you every week. Every once in a while, I have something that I want to plug and I plug it. And like, I'd really love if you went and bought this book. And then there's like this part of me that just feels like this is all just like a, a lead gen, <laughs> like, Oh, hundred percent. And it is exactly. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I, but, but then when I hear that, I kind of, and I don't know why I'm kind of like, oh, that's kind of douchey, even though it's not at all. I mean, he's doing all this amazing work for free every week. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, it, I, it, it, you feel like you're almost being used or something or you, I, I don't know. You know what the problem is? I think with, with like a Tim Ferriss pod is like, it doesn't feel authentic. Like he's having like conversations with these people, but it also feels like he's having these conversations so he can kind of like, like you said, he's probably learning some stuff. He's taking notes. But it doesn't feel like, okay, cool. Like it's like, you know, I'm just gonna pump you for information, and then I'm gonna go to the next guy and pump him for information. It doesn't feel like I have invited this guy over to my house and we're having dinner together. It doesn't feel like that kind of thing. It feels like I am writing a story. I'm gonna interview you over the phone, and I'm gonna just get some interesting things, and that's kind of it. Hmm. And I, 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 I think that's the big gap or that chasm. And it's kind of almost the same reason why I I'm off like the self help kind of books now, um, or even like those like kind of social psychology kind of books. Right. I think I told you I'm trying to read for leisure now, because I, I just find like you read you're you're ingesting all this stuff. You're like you you listen to these pods and you talk about oh this is how I grew grew my 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 blog from this to this. This is how I grew my store from this to this. This is how I hacked like Instagram and I did you know there's so much of that stuff out there and 
I hear some of it and a lot of it comes down to like, okay, cool. You just, here's the tips. You just got to do it. And I don't know, you can get all the tips you want, but if you're not sitting down and hustling and doing it yourself, it, it like it, none, none of that even matters. So I, I was finding, I was listening to a lot of stuff, getting a, tons of tips and I wasn't, I wasn't the guy, um, it wasn't doing anything for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm with you on that. And I, um, I mean, we could explore your, uh, I guess the vision that you kind of laid on me three or four weeks ago, can't remember when it was, but the idea that we, we bring on guests who do have side projects. Like it's a, it's a, it's a podcast about side projects mm-hmm. and we shine a light on our friends and like obviously we start with our friends and then we we work our way up to bigger and bigger guests and the idea is that we interview them about their struggles their pencil problems the same way that we started with with Mm -hmm. you know these ideas and stuff and i think that that feels way better or more authentic than the, the 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 tim ferris um let's just get a laundry list of tips because you're right like you there's just too much information like even yeah you know even that book the tools of titans where he summarizes everything from like three years of his guests you, you realize like even as you're flipping through it especially for some of the medical uh, you know biohacking ones that they all contradict each other like mm-hmm. he has you know seven guests and they all contradict each other so how do you actually integrate that it's very hard to to, to do anything with that whereas the, the podcasts I find I like the best are ones that just get me to think about things differently. Like mm-hmm. they're not, they're not really actionable. I'm not going home and like, okay, now I'm going to do um, this, you know, yeah. it's um, yeah. so, you know, for example, like, it, you know, I keep talking about my, uh, my buddy Anson. If, um, if we bring him on, I would have questions about like a, a failed side project that he had. And mm-hmm. I would, I don't want to talk about, his successful ones. I want to dig into a couple of his failures and, and talk mm-hmm. through like why, you know, why he thinks they failed. And, and I know, I know kind of the answer to some of it, but I, I think it's an interesting perspective mm-hmm. on, on it. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that'd be really helpful to, I think other people could learn from that. And, um, but I guess my worry with that, like the reason why I just don't think that's a slam dunk is we get feedback from our, our listeners, like, last week that that's actually what people really like. They just like us. They want to know what books we're reading. They want to know what we think about the Google memo and the whole like men, the the gender gap in tech. They want us to talk Mm -hmm. about, you know, um, why does Siri suck compared to Echo? Like, what does that mean from a, a, a growth and a software perspective? Like, what would we do as growth people who... Uh, like as a product manager and as a growth person, like, th- or at least that's some of the other kinds of feedback I get, which I don't think a guest plays into that yeah. very well yeah. at all. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, but the counter to that though is like, are we self-selecting? Are we, you know, our five guests, our five listeners, are they just the, our friends who want like an intimate look into our lives because they're our friends and they they're naturally going to like it more just because of that okay and I, they want to get more intimate and not like yeah they, they want to know more you know yes but then this is the voice that keeps playing in my head though 
mm-hmm. and I'm using the wrong base here because it's full of confirmation bias. And yes, you're going to roll your eyes because I think I've mentioned Joe Rogan in every <laughs> in every podcast. But here we go, Joe Rogan. I there's something about the fact that he never meant to be who he is now. He really mm-hmm. started like if you go back to his first 15 episodes, it's it's him getting high with his friends. Mm-hmm. And talking about whatever the fuck friends talk about when they're high. Mm-hmm. And now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, yeah, but he was famous. He you know, was fear on factor. TV shows. He has fear factor. He has, maybe let's say he UFC. started with like, yeah. yeah, like he probably started his podcast with like 100,000 followers. Yeah. And that's a lot. That's, mm-hmm. that, that is your base. That's your audience right there. So I get that. But there's there's this part of me that, that kind of says that, if we're getting something out of this, talking to each other every week, mm-hmm. our numbers are going up every week. They're not mm-hmm. going up by leaps and bounds, but they're going up consistently every week. So yeah. if we just like got a little bit more disciplined about you know, sharing these on social media and maybe asking other people to share it, like if we just did a little bit of, of, of marketing, mm-hmm. Is there value in, is there room in people's week or month for these two dads? Like, I, I think part of it is like, maybe it's the framing of, are we talking about side hustles or are we just two dads in tech that mm-hmm. have interesting perspectives on things that like, that dads, like dads in tech. I think that's yeah. actually maybe our biggest overlap. And <laughs> I, I told you that in the beginning because you're like, what, what, how would we write? What, what would be the one the one liner for this? And I was like, Dad is attacking. You're like, no, no, that's a bad angle. It's a terrible angle. We can't, we can't, we can't do that. Well, no, but only because I thought that so many of our listeners that I know, like four of our five, don't have kids. So, yeah. but then what's interesting is, again, feedback from last week. I got six pieces of feedback from people who don't have kids, mm-hmm. and they were like, that made me want to have kids. Like, wow, like okay. hearing you guys talk about that was like, wow, like that's, it's like, I couldn't relate, but I wanted to relate to mm. that. Mm. And again, it's egotistical for us to think that we have any answers on, on that. But I guess like if I can get over the imposter syndrome, I already find it weird that there are people who choose to listen to us on a Saturday or Sunday mm-hmm. when they have other better things that they could be doing with their time. So the yeah. question is, if we just keep doing this, a year from now, two years from now, do we have uh, like a real viral, not viral, but like, do we have a real organic, robust audience? And okay, the question so, is like, is yeah. that even interesting? Like, are we going to do this for two years if we're getting, you know, one or 2% growth every week? Or mm-hmm. should we really say, how else could we be spending this hour a week, three hours a week? maybe this isn't the best use of our time if we're not doing something, like you said, around like bringing on guests to, to increase that reach. So selfishly, you know, we'd probably still have these conversations just because I find I find them kind of therapeutic and whatever. We're going to have these conversations probably anyway. Maybe not the regular cadence that we do with the pod, but we would still have these conversations. Um, we just wouldn't have recorded them, you know? Um, so... The counter to that, so I, I don't disagree at all. And I think you're we're really gonna get a niche following who really enjoy it. 
And we kind of know, we did 18 pods, right? We know what the growth of this is going to kind of be like. We have enough, I think, data points now to to kind of assume like this is where it's going to go. And even the the pod that did the best probably was the crypto one. And that was us pushing it. So it could be us, you know, we can definitely push the pods more and get get them a little bit higher. But the I guess the motivation or the precipice for a lot of this the, the kind of started this a lot of this conversation was like we've always had a hard time describing what this pod is and describing to other people. Um and I still struggle with that. And I know you kind of do as well. So when when you want to tell a friend about, hey, this is um yeah, I have this podcast and what's it about? Um it's kind of like tech focused conversations. <laughs> Yeah. And we talk about side projects and we talk about this and that. But once it's way past like that one sentence part, you already kind of lost everybody. And so the idea about the side project was really to, and bringing guests in and focusing the pod around side projects, which was really what the initial beginnings of this was. It was really about like our side projects. And that's how this, a lot of this started and talking about pencil problems of our side projects historically and presently and in the future and um you know so the idea of the side projects thing uh and building more around that and bringing guests in to talk about their side projects but not necessarily just i don't want i don't want project pitches but i want to hear like an intimate story of you and the and different people and like the um the different kind of um like secret lives of everyone that you see around you every day like um people at coffee shops who have like a second career or job or even like how people started and got into these jobs and why are they doing that and what's motivating them and um you know having real conversations with just everyday people and i I kind of almost think like that's interesting in a couple ways like one we get more growth we're going to it's a good way to experiment and see if we get more growth this way by leveraging other people's networks, which I think makes complete sense off the bat. Oh, for Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the putting my growth hat on. If a friend of mine came to me and said, Oh, I have a podcast and I'm trying to grow it. I would say, yeah, just interview people more famous than you or interview people with a network and ask them to share it. And I'm sure that, that, that would at least get closer to the truth than than what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, and also then the one liner of the pod becomes like, yeah, it's a it's a podcast about side projects. And we just talked to a lot of interesting people about their side projects. But it's very synced and it's like very clear what this is going to be about. And, um, you know, and like when you look at the crypto one that we did, that was really popular. Partly it's because of, um, you know, social like us pushing it more is partly because crypto is such a big thing but the third one is like i've shared the crypto one with a lot of people because it's very clear what this is about yeah so oh oh you don't you're into crypto yeah yeah the, yeah here here's like a, a pod uh, we did about crypto and uh my buddy kent break, breaks it down and it's very shareable because it's very discreet and it's very explainable what this episode is about and I find that difficult with our, our pod in general. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yeah, no, I, I think that's actually an interesting lens. I hadn't thought about that where I thought that it was because mainly 
uh, crypto was just trending. Uh, we we literally the week that we that we published that was probably peak crypto in December. I mean, it was it was really fever fever right so oh god it just came tumbling after you you you, you talked me out of a bathroom reno you, you bastard <laughs> yeah i know sorry about that um but it's coming back don't worry but um yeah. so i think that you're right like maybe oh, okay but then devil's advocate then mm-hmm. what if we just made a list of uh, so there's 52 weeks in the year. We've already done 18. So we make 40 topics and we say, okay, what are 40 things that each of us could talk about that's interesting? Like, and we, I'm sure there's 40 topics that we could easily put down. Kind of like we had started with this, where we would pick mm-hmm. a topic each week. And I think if we just, like you say, focus on that topic, like the crypto one, we only talked about crypto. We didn't talk about books yeah. and parenting and shit like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. It really was this like standalone. So what if we, you know, did one about, um, I don't know, like uh, Facebook ads? Or what if you did one about user testing? And then what if we did one about, you know, well, we kind of did one on grad school, which... um, Yeah, I I don't don't know about Facebook ads and and user testing. Those sound like boring, boring topics to do. I feel like they have, I don't know, like it almost feels like we have to do like, um, like I, I think we had to do broader topics almost like uh, technology, like the tech, the tech that you're, that Jack's going to grow up in, or like the future of education, or I don't know, broad things like that. You know what I mean? Like because if we talk about Facebook ads and user testing, does it get too tactical? Which we don't really do on this pod. That's true. Yep. I mean, or or what if we, what if we? Uh, so I'm I'm not against the the um, shining a light on like, okay, I think where I got really excited about this and this could be very well be a pencil problem. So call me on it if, if it is. But when you pitched me this, this vision of the side project thing, I, I, in my head see product hunt mm-hmm. or, or, or a version of that where mm-hmm. we, we really do create a community, not because we're trying to monetize the community, but because we, we we know the struggle of side projects because we've we've lived in this world for eight years, mm-hmm. and we create a, a community of people who want to explore their passions outside of work. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, maybe they have ambitions to turn those into full time gigs, or mm-hmm. people like me. I mean, I don't really. I I love my job. I love working at Hubba, mm-hmm. but I also love running Able Cells and you know, doing other, other stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't think I would actually want to just like flip that switch. I, I like, mm-hmm. I like doing both. And if, if we created a, a, a community or if the goal was, if the vision of it was to have this place where a year from now, when like, I think where I get excited about that is fast forward a year and two people probably in Toronto, because that's where it's going to take root is, you know, they're, they're, sitting at dark horse and they're having a conversation someone says yeah you know i'm i'm starting this side project and i honestly i'm i'm stuck i don't know what to do and someone's like oh i you should listen to this podcast called pencil problems it's yeah. just just go yeah. from go from episode 21 on and mm-hmm. it's it's like an education in all the things that you're going to run into 
if you are running a side project. So then our topics become things like ambition, mm-hmm. um, time, like how do you manage this time? Yeah. Um, like creativity with um, like how do you um, think about monetizing? How do you think about um, like like motivation? Like why are you doing this? Like why don't you quit your – like they become more these yeah. broader kind of – more like psychology-ish or like – like yeah. not tact, like not tactics, and yeah. I think that that to me it's, sounds it's, really exciting. Yeah, it's almost like a like kind of like how we do it. It's almost like a weird therapy session um, with people who are doing you know some stuff on the side, and uh, it's 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 just really I think it's nice because you we can build a community out of this, and I think that community is worth a lot. Uh, not in terms of not 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 even in terms of like how we can leverage that, but it's great in terms of just like we're building something that, um, you know, just not around us. We're building something bigger than just us, and I think that is really, you know, it, it it's motivating. Well, and like to to call out um, to call out Anson again. So he's so oh crap. I don't have it in front of me, but so he sent us a question. Um, about like productivity uh, frameworks and like mm-hmm. GTD and stuff. Cause I think we talked a little bit about that in an episode and he had some like follow-up questions around that. So I think that in the new framing, if we were to take that same, so first of all, we could just do like AMA episodes where, you know, we could just say, Hey, if listeners have questions, just ask us questions and we just take questions and, and field them. Um, or I feel like we could easily create an episode around, um, productivity or productivity frameworks because if you're running a side project and you don't have some notion of of a productivity framework, you're probably going to fail because you're just going to run out of time in the week to actually work on your your side project. You know, so mm-hmm. then the frame, the lens of the productivity thing is not like here's the five ways that I make GTD work for me, which is sounds really boring. It's more like at a high level, here's why you should have a productivity framework because you're going to be so busy. And if you want to get this side hustle, if you want to make progress on it, you're going to need a system to keep you accountable. And mm-hmm. and then we could talk about systems that we've tried and why we think they failed. And then like, is that kind of, does that sound right? Yeah. Um, but even then, I wonder if it's too tactical. And I, I'm not sure. Like I... I almost want to. Um, I, I want to almost bring on someone who is like a straight hustler, and we we talked about this a little bit. But if it was like, imagine we brought in like a drug dealer or something, and this person just hustles for a living, and it's not even drugs, but you know whatever they they do, but all their stuff is just like opportunistic, and they just hustle the shit out of it, and that's how they they make everything work. And it's just hearing their story, and nothing more than that. And when you hear their story, I think people like we have a kind of high level theme that we want to address. So it could be about um, productivity kind of like frameworks that they use. It could be about um, just straight hustle, but it's really told through their story and not really through like a Tim Ferriss style. Like, like how, tell me about your productivity framework. What, what do you do? Like, tell me about your daily routine. Like, I don't want it to be more about that. I want it to be like, how, how did you get into this? Like, 
is it is it really weird that you know you have kids and you're doing these kind of like shady things on the side and why do you do it and like how like you know what what kind of um uh i guess like how, how how big is this window for you for doing these things and when you're hustling like when do you know that you you need to kind of cut loose on something and move on to the next thing and you know how how do you how do you find like these opportunistic things to jump on i i don't know it's just it's just but hearing more of their kind of story, but themed to something that we we kind of define or we guide that conversation to be about a high level theme that we want to talk about. So I, I I get it, but I think that and again maybe I'm just maybe I'm drinking too much of my own Kool Aid, but mm-hmm. I think that we do also have an like I I think we can add a lot around a question like that without having a guest on like for sure because because we have lived it like we're not we're not entrepreneurs like we've done this um on the side like this isn't Mm -hmm. a this isn't like a pipe dream like we have real experience we have real world failures and stuff so i think that um part of the you know what in fact it, it, it could even be going back to the the Tim Ferriss kind of thing. So what he's actually yeah. been doing um recently, I don't know if you if you listen to him on a regular basis, but he's been putting together these episodes where when he when he starts getting a lot of questions around a certain theme, he'll he'll sometimes even just do an episode himself where he'll talk about mm-hmm. launching a book or mm-hmm. kicking like this kind of marketing or like a Kickstarter or something like that. And maybe that's the as long as we have the liberty to, when we think that there's an interesting topic that we want to discuss, mm-hmm. we can jump in and have that conversation without our audience being like, oh, wait, I thought you're like, you didn't interview anybody or. Right, right, or, right. No, know, no, like, for I, sure. I think, I think that we need to, we need to be able to mix in the, like almost like last week's conversation, but maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that was too, maybe we have to do a Bill Simmons does where he has like a parent corner. So every week we, for the last 10 minutes, we talk about parenting. And then if people Hmm. don't give a shit, they just drop off. And if people love to hear us talk about that, they can just cut right to the end and, Hmm. and listen to it. Or maybe we have a section on like, so we can still have those kind of free form natural discussions that I know people do like, Mm -hmm. but we can also like the meat of the conversation is like you said, trying to dig into other people's, it's almost like finding other people's pencil problems. Like I think that would almost be a nice sort of way of, of, um, or well, maybe the, the, the story framing is better, like just listening to their story. But my, my worry with that is I feel like there's so many podcasts that are just like, here's a story about, yeah and i'm just like i could who who cares i I don't like and that's why i think unless we unless we're pulling in these amazing guests or sure i mean a drug dealer that's kind of interesting um so that's going to get us clicks just just because he's a drug dealer but (laughs) but like you know what i'm saying it's it's um I, i worry that we could easily fall into if i'm looking at my feed of podcasts Mm-hmm. And I see that, you know, Tim Ferriss is interviewing The Rock and Bill Simmons is interviewing Aaron Rodgers. And, 
you know, oh, oh and, and Kent and Nick mm. are interviewing someone from Toronto who maybe did a side project. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. Like, like that to me is kind of like, eh. Um, but if it was like, oh, here are these two interesting people talking about ambition and they're going to have the same kind of struggles that I'm having about it. Like, I, I do think the reason why those episodes resonate with people is because mm-hmm. they have those same feelings that we had. 100%. Uh, and, and that's why I think that that, that that idea of community building is really important because I think some people, I think everybody, okay, so everybody has a side hustle. I, I don't care who you are. If it's at a hobby level, if it's at like a this has become my full job now or this is something I tinker on the side, there's varying degrees of it, but everyone kind of has like a side hustle. It could have been a hobby to turn to a hustle, but it, it, they, they have something on the side. So everyone, I think, can relate to it. And I think if, you know, people, I don't, I don't know if people even understand that that's a big theme in our podcast. Um, but the people who do, they probably tune in and they kind of take solace in that. Because they're like, these guys are going through the same kind of struggles and questions about all the stuff that I am. And I think that's very relatable. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I think it's worth, it's worth giving it a shot. And I think like anything, we, I think you answered a question or it sounds like you're pretty set on and I think you're right. If if we keep doing what we're doing, we know what we're going to expect. It's not like one day we're going to wake up and all of a sudden we have 5,000 listeners. For like, the uh, Casper people out here, we don't have 5,000, but we do have a lot more than five. We do, yes. <laughs> the five is a running joke in case you... Casper, if you didn't know that, it's a running joke. We it's a running have joke, it, yeah. We have at yeah. least 10 people. <laughs> uh, double double the five but we and, and I do agree with that and I guess there, there's uh, my only hesitation is that there mm-hmm. is this this feeling that that's actually good enough that there is not a lot of real conversations happening yeah and the reason why people listen the reason why podcasts are becoming more popular is because there are people who are just having conversations unfiltered, unedited, and I think there's something to that. And mm-hmm. I feel like we're we're tapping into a tiny fraction of that amongst our own friends, albeit. So, mm-hmm. and you're right. The question is, if I'm somebody in Seattle right now who has no idea who we are, and I pull this up, is this interesting? Probably not. Like, realistically, no, because who who are we? We're we're nobodies. And uh, I, I I think it'll still be interesting for them, but I I think the top of the funnel is where it's hard for them. Like they're going to come in, those you can see pencil pod, uh, pencil problems. They're going to see some of these kind of abstract titles, and they're not going to really know what's what. And there's no real like, okay, I'm going to jump in because I know what I'm going to expect. It's really right, taking a giant leap of faith. But if it said something right, okay, so imagine if it was like we had to write the headline. If it was like pencil problems. Kent and Nick talk about things they find interesting. These are conversations you want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Devin, great line, by the way. And again, super flattering. But when I hear that back, I'm like, oh, okay, two hours? Fuck. Yeah. Or if it's like, 
you know, welcome to Pencil Problems. Kent and Nick are, you know, talk about the trials and tribulations of building a side hustle and bring on interesting guests to help them work through their pencil problems. Like, what's a pencil problem? Tune in to find out or something. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm hamming it up, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. that's definitely something where you'll look at it and be like, oh, that's either interesting to me or not. Mm-hmm. And you're right. If if you're if your theory is right and that most people have some kind of a side hustle, then you would tap into an audience of people that says, I wonder if these people are going to talk about things that I think about. And mm-hmm. hopefully you look through our, our show list and you're like, oh, ambition, money, um, getting your your spouse or your partner to not think you're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. You're like, yeah, these are all problems I have. Like, let's Time dive into it. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Productivity. Yeah, sure. um, yeah. All, all that stuff. Um, like evaluating ideas, deciding what to do next, deciding when to stop, like deciding when to continue. Like all, all these questions that we've sort of at the surface talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sold. Like that to me does make more sense than than like here's two random people talking about things <laughs> and, and maybe and the thing is like i don't think we have to lose that either i think you know it could be i do think the pause need to be a little bit more focused in a way um but it could be like when we start running off we just edit that out and we we have like our own we have a separate um not separate pod but a separate episode where it's just like uh nick and kent rant it's just like rants it's just, sure. it's just like yeah i don't know i'm not sure um but yeah but then you know they, that can be that can be an episode um but people know what to expect just like bill simmons is like parents corner right um yeah i, I don't know man i i i i'm conflicted because i i totally get what you're saying and i i don't want to lose the authenticity of it all and i think you could we could quickly erode that and, you know, doing a bit of research on this, I just kind of like looked up side hustle or side projects and looked at like what kind of podcasts are out there and everything, 90% of it falls under the like, uh, like kind of like AMA kind of format. Um, and it's very strategic, very tactical. And I don't know, I, I'm not really down. The other option, there was another one where it was kind of more story based, but it, it was this guy, I can't remember what it's called. It was like side hustle school or something. And this guy was talking about other people's side projects, but they weren't even on the show. But it was less tactical, but more about the story of their thing. And I wasn't really into that either. I feel like there is space for us to cut through with just real conversations about this kind of stuff. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, and I I did the same thing, and I I don't think that there's somebody doing the angle that we're thinking of taking, or at mm-hmm. least I haven't seen someone doing it well. So mm-hmm. there, it's not like we're trying to dethrone, you know, no. a, a very incumbent. Um, and, and I'm asking, so uh, I'm looking at our at our at our time here. Nick and I have. Mm-hmm. Um, according to our official time, I, by my clock, we have 10 more minutes cause we're really trying to keep this 
to um we're going to experiment with it with the length and try to keep this under an hour as well Mm -hmm. and i would love for anybody um like one of our five to six listeners who's listening it'd be interesting to get your feedback on this because i can think of 10 or 15 people that i know listen to this that do have um side projects and Mm -hmm. That's probably why I told you about this originally is because that's sort of why we started this thing. So it's like, do you, you know, one, like, would you, if I called you up and said, hey, I want to talk about that thing that you're doing that nobody knows you're doing or that you, I know you want to do, but you haven't done yet. And I want to dig into why you haven't done it yet. Like, let's talk about what's stopping you from doing this. Mm-hmm. Um like one, like, is that, is that interesting? Like, do you think that, like, just g- give us feedback on this conversation. I'd be curious to know what anybody, what anybody kind of thinks about it, but really it's not going to, we're not going to know until we, we just give it a shot really. Yeah. And I guess it's, and, and the tricky part is too, Ken, if we're, we're talking to people about like uh, troubles that they're having, why haven't they started their side project? Why haven't they finished all these things? Like, I I do worry that it will this inevitably lead to a very tactical conversation, and is that okay? Maybe that's okay. I don't know. Why, why do you think it'll go tactical? Because you're going to talk to somebody about like um, why they didn't start, and then you know maybe it just might be like okay they have a bit of imposter syndrome, sure, or but maybe it's just like oh you know I just um, I just didn't know how to make build a website. And then, and then we'll be like, oh, okay, well, you know, you can just use, uh, I don't know, WordPress or Squarespace or whatever. And here's a bunch of tools you can use. And this can you can get jumpstarted really quick. Let's just do it right now. And then 10 minutes, boom, they're up and running. Um, but it could easily kind of, like, if we're going to start trying to talk about people's problems and in a way try to solve people's problems, like, will we inevitably gravitate to trying to, like, jump in? Like, hey, have you thought about this? Have you tried tried that? Hmm, that's a good point. Or, or it kind of becomes, like, one of those, like, um, I don't know if you ever watched this show, like, Frasier. Like, he has, like, that call-in psychology show where people, mm-hmm. you know, call in with a problem and then he fixes it and, like, th- or he tries to fix it in, like, three minutes. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, if one of my friends is like, oh, well, I, I couldn't... Um, decide, like, you know, what product to sell. And I was like, well, that's easy. Like, you... <laughs> Yeah, you should have mm-hmm. just, but uh, okay, you're right. So, so maybe that's maybe that's off off bounds. Like maybe it's it's people who, um, like you said, we have to pick people who have a story, and and you know what? Like the more I thought about this, I think if we went to so, um, the the company in my mind that would be a kind of an interesting goal for us would be like um, Unsplash. Is that it? Yeah, Unsplash. The um, you know, they were a design studio in Montreal. They created that product, the product Unsplash, and it's now this massive phenomenon that every company like uses. And and it was just one of these like, or, or like Basecamp, like getting getting mm-hmm. Jason Fried and DHH as guests and say you had this thriving consultancy, Thirty Seven Signals, and then you created Ruby on Rails and Basecamp as a side project of your business, like. That that's a really interesting conversation to talk through. Now, if I cold call DHH, um, now I mean I've sent him so much love on Twitter over the years that he might even actually take my call. But I, 
I don't think we're going to get big hitters like that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, we could probably hit a little bit above our weight class because of the number of episodes we've already done. So I think yeah. that it's not like we're just starting from, hey, Nick and I want to create this podcast about about side hustles and we'd love for you to be a guest. Well, we, we haven't even started yet. But because yeah. I get I, I, me as a growth guy, I've probably had like six requests in the past year to be on mm-hmm. podcasts that don't exist. And only one of them actually exists now out of the six mm. that I got pitched. So yeah. we could maybe like, maybe I'm not thinking big enough where like, I'm, I'm trying to go through my network of people who have interesting side project stories. And I'm actually struggling to get like 10 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people who failed a lot <laughs> yeah, or, or who are, who I know want to do something who haven't. And I, I, I even put my, myself in that category. Like I have a mediocre success story to talk about that I'm that I'm ashamed to talk about. Um, but by all definitions, it was a success, even though mm-hmm. I'm ashamed to t- talk about it. So, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, do we? Yeah. So the the, the question but, but, in all this is like, do we do we start going after people? Like, I, I don't know. Like, do we do we just try to get bigger people on or do we start with our friends i think we start with our friends i think i almost feel like we have to have a good relationship with this person or it's just not going to work like we have they almost have to be friends of ours um otherwise i think you're going to end up getting into more of a tim ferris style thing and but, but, but dude we're going to run out like we're, we're going to run out of people yeah. So okay. Well, two, two. Okay. So two things to this. A. I don't. One. I don't think we need to bring guests on every week. Okay. Uh, two. I do think what is nice about this whole angle is that I feel totally comfortable reaching out to a whole bunch of people on my LinkedIn or people who are like second connections or whatever, and just say, Hey, I'm doing this thing uh, about you know side projects. Uh, really interesting story you had. You know, would love to hear. We would love to have you on. Okay, and so, I feel like okay. I have no problem reaching out to a whole bunch of people. Okay, and, sorry, but 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 I thought you were talking like like friends to the degree where you would have like you would call out their but like so that second yeah, yeah, connection yeah. on LinkedIn would you call them out on bullshit as they're no, talking? No, okay, okay, yeah, you're you're right. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but um, it would like I I feel like he, yeah, I okay. So a I feel with this new Uber format i have no problem asking calling people and asking them to come on the pod um right but i do think you lose a bit of that realness and that authenticity if they are not close friends so it's like a weird double-edged sword what if we went back to the format of doing our update every every week like rooting rooting the podcast in our side hustles so You know, going back to, okay, Kent, what's the biggest problem you're having this week? Nick, how are you doing with the book? Like, we just keep, and you know, and we we discipline ourselves to, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. And then if we have a guest, the the guest comes on after that. So there's still a rooting in our, like, there's still some continuity where, like, maybe you come to just listen to us talk. And then if you're not interested in the guest, you you bounce out. Maybe we mm-hmm. end it. Like I, I honestly, this is I'm calling an audible here because we only have like a few minutes here. But I, I really think that for the last five minutes or ten minutes, we should actually do 
like a parent corner thing and just start it like just try, try this on and see if because uh, I got a lot of feedback about the parenting stuff I just worry okay. that it'll become like I could talk about that shit all, all day long and I just think it's interesting to like five people so <laughs> um, but but maybe a lot of it's about structuring our episodes too where we we like does, does that make sense like do we do we still root it in our pencil problems and then we bring on like I think rather than hearing someone's story, I want to hear about their pencil problems. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or just their, their struggles on what projects they're working on and what what like what kind of like Yeah, I guess so. I'm just thinking like in order to really get at someone's like pencil problems, like is it do you need to have like a deeper relationship with that person to know what it is? Or can yeah. you get to that root and unpack that in like, you know, in half an hour? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I don't think we know the answer yet. But um, anyway, yeah. let's try it. Let's try okay. it. I mean, I I know that I've got uh, someone in mind for um, one of the first people I would. I mean, we we have a we have a good bench of people that we could go to um, off the mm-hmm. top and. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think ultimately it just needs to be okay. To, to so a, f- a few criteria in my mind is one: it has to be someone we have a good relationship with, so like a, a good friend. I think two: we have to get different flavors of life. It can't be all people in, say, like the tech tech space. Um, and I don't want this being all like broed out. Like it it needs to get we need to get different flavors of different people doing stuff in different verticals. Um, and those are yeah those, those are my my two I guess uh, criteria I'm not gonna lie my wife will be making an appearance on this podcast because she has oh. a really she has a really good really good side hustle oh nice man and uh, yeah it'd be, it'd be I, I'm curious to even just talk to her about what she thinks about this pod and did she think did she think it's a waste of time oh yeah I'm sure she no she, she's very she's very supportive but I think that she 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 wonders like yeah she 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 wonders she probably has some questions um <laughs> well i mean i think we just got to give it a Maybe shot we try and... let's just try it and see see how it goes and see how it's received i i don't know we 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 can try one or two if it doesn't work it doesn't work but maybe you know we can talk about and maybe it's another episode we just talk about like tactically what other things can we do for this pod to help it grow more yep you know and I think off the top, it's like keep the length kind of tight, tighter and having topics that are very shareable in a way. I don't know. Yeah. It would be interesting for us to experiment. I'd like to throw on the experiment list. Like, do we do an episode? Like, do, do we do a, a topic episode where we like we, we do it in 20 minutes or something? Like we just we. I don't know. Like we do, we do something like, um, oh, um, again, it's it's very ta- it'd be almost tactical, but it'd be something like, you know, like Medium versus your own blog. So you you mm-hmm. want to write content? Should you mm-hmm. do it on Medium or should you do it on your own blog? And we instead of meandering for two hours, we 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 button that up in in twenty minutes. 
mm-hmm. and it's almost like we, we we prepare a little for it. Like we we bring in some points and we just go. That mm-hmm. would be interesting because I do think that I'm starting to come around to the you know Joe Rogan can get away with a three hour podcast because he has a list a list celebrities and. <laughs> And like we're not we're not that like I think I just have to realize that I might want to be Joe Rogan, and I and I probably if I'm honest with myself, um, I I have so much fun doing this. I really do. I have yeah. fun. Yeah. I have fun thinking about it. I have fun recording it with you. I have fun editing it. I have fun um, talking to people about it. I, I think that this is in fact my. I don't. I don't want to go there and say my calling, but I think that I if I if like I would love to do a crypto a whole podcast. But I could talk about crypto for two hours a day every day. I could talk about um, free speech and free will for like I I could have like six podcasts if only people would listen. Um, and 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 for, for me, it's like um, I really do love it. So any any way that we can find a way to do it more and as much as i hate to say it like money comes into that if if Mm -hmm. uh you know right now it's costing us money to run this podcast (laughs) so um (laughs) you you know one one thing we should do is like um maybe one episode we talk about here's like sponsorship hit list and it doesn't like it's it's almost going to be like we have a job to in the next or maybe we just do this right now. In the next, like, a month from now, we have to have pitched this podcast to 10 people each, and then we come back and report how that went. Like for sponsorship? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. That's fun. Well, because I can get Hubba right now. I mean, that's easy. I control the budget. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but no Hubba. No, no, no I, I like that. No that's... that's... Yeah, no hubba, no say go. That's really interesting. Let's let's do it. Let's um. So okay, maybe not ten. Maybe like you you have to go and have pitched five people. I'm gonna go and have pitched five people. It could be no, 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 no. I, I big think company too, could be a small thing. I don't no, know. I I think that's too loose. I think I think we need to. It's February twenty first. I think by April first. So mm-hmm. well, maybe like April second, just for for stereo or for uh, because it's April Fools. I think that we. <laughs> We each need to have, like, we need, like, revenue. Okay. So it's like we, we're going to give ourselves a month. Even if it's, like, somebody giving us 100 bucks. that that pays for our hosting for, like, three months. So, mm-hmm. um, and we have to, like, I'll set up a Stripe account and we will, we have to, like, charge a credit card in the next month. Just to, and and if for nothing else than to get give us feedback on this new kind of vision and this new, um, because you're right. I mean, if if we have trouble explaining it to the guys at Fahrenheit, imagine trying to explain to the guys at Fahrenheit and asking Fahrenheit to give us a hundred bucks. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if the okay so. I okay. I I'd be a little bit cautious to do the one hundred dollar thing. Um, because I think we should try to pitch for sponsorship because I think it's going to force us to learn how to pitch this. 
I think when you go down the road of a hundred dollars, then it's sorry, almost sorry, like yeah. we're, we're we're kind of like fun fundraising the pod, and that that's a different thing. It's then my my pitch to these guys at Fahrenheit or wherever is like I'm working on this cool thing. It's about like it's a podcast. You know, like if you have any money, pitch in. Like it, it'd be good to keep it going. Versus like getting a sponsorship is really pitching legitimacy of this thing. Oh, okay. No, no. I like that framing better. That's um, I, I like that. That's a good framing. Okay, done. So I don't know, maybe in like a month's time, is that a, m- a month's time? I, I, I actually, I actually think that's too, that's, that's not realistic. Just okay. the, when I, the more I think about it, I think we do because we're going to be testing this new format and everything too. So why don't we give ourselves two months to, to really pitch like a, a sponsorship package where we would target people that we think are a good fit for the audience. We would legitimately you know, um, p- pitch the vision of the pod, sell them on getting in early because we do think this is going to get bigger mm-hmm. and um, and just see what the feedback... I-, I think if nothing else, we could talk about their feedback on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, what all, all, that's what I'm really thinking. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That would be really interesting. Even that, like, for example, I could even see us like for the guys at Fahrenheit. I mean, you know them so well. I always feel like they do such a good job of making me feel like I'm not in the Fahrenheit club. And I don't know if they do it on purpose, but man, every time I go in there, I'm like, I should really just like have a tab open here. Like Nick does. Um, <laughs> but I feel like they're kind of like dicks about it in a way. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. I'm just going to go to Starbucks. Oh, man. Um, no, no, these guys are they're artisans, man. You, you got to go to Fahrenheit. And, anyway, but like I could even, I could even see us actually getting them to sponsor this thing where it's like, I, I could paint a picture where, you know, this is Toronto. Most of our listeners are from Toronto. What do people with side hustles need? Coffee. Who sells the best coffee? You guys. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. like I, I could see that being like a legitimate pitch and it'd be really interesting for them to just tear it down and tell us why there's no way in hell they would ever sponsor this yeah. podcast. Yeah. And, and I think that's a great story. And we and I think it'd be it'd be fun to share on the pod, and it also forces us to kind of be a salesman for a bit, and it's something I'm definitely not oh, comfortable with. I love this. This is fun. I mean, we could have a whole, we could have a whole section of our rejections because we're gonna get so many no's. Like we're gonna oh, get, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna get predominantly no's. But man, like I'm gonna he, take like, this to to a, to the extreme. I'm totally okay. Shoddy Casper, I I want. I'm, I'm I'm going after that. That's like the first email I'm going to write is to Casper. Like I, I'm almost wondering if we should every week we each pitch one person. Like yes, that's like a but, homework assignment, or maybe yes. maybe maybe every two weeks. I don't know. Maybe a week is too too unrealistic. But we each have to pitch somebody, and then I love we, this. We, and this, we report back. This is so much fun. This could be its own podcast. <laughs> It's almost like, did you watch that movie? Oh, fuck, here we go. Now we're going to talk for another hour. Okay, I'll be quick. Did you ever watch that movie by Morgan Spurlock, uh, The Greatest Movie Ever Sold? No, I haven't seen it. So the whole movie is him trying to sell the movie that he's making, that you're watching, with oh. product placement. So oh, it's, it's like this meta, it's like this commentary on like the, the meta-ness of product placement. It's mm-hmm. genius. And they're like, well, what movie are we? So like he's filming them. And they're like, well, what movie are we sponsoring? He's like, this one. They're like, which one? He's like, this one, the one that I'm filming right now. Like, this is the movie. And like the the confused looks, oh, it's really funny. <laughs> so it's almost like we're like trying to, 
like we have a podcast about trying to get sponsors for this podcast, but we'll do it within yeah. this. We don't need to have our own podcast. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Let's do it. I, I think that's gonna be funny, man. Uh yeah. Okay. Let's button, so, let's button this up. Is it time for uh time for parent quarter? <laughs> okay. So two 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 weeks from now then we're gonna we're gonna do this and we're gonna bring a guest on at some point, maybe next week or I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna experiment. Done. Fine. Done. Okay. Uh right, parent pa- corner. Parent corner. Um you wanna go first? I actually don't have um <laughs> I don't. Um... Okay, I have a I have a I have a I have a question for you. Sure. So, my um, so a couple of my buddies they have you know that walking saucer that you, you put babies in and it's kind of banned in Canada now, but they've gone to the states and bought it and and brought it over. It, you know, it's the one where it's like it looks like a little saucer. The the baby standing in the middle and they can walk because the saucer has like wheels around it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they banned it because I think a couple of kids like fell downstairs or fell something. Fell down the stairs, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, one of my buddies, their their son is younger than Abby, but he can kind of walk now if you hold if you hold him, and Abby can't do that. She can kind of cruise a little bit, but she can't really do. She's not as advanced as this baby is, and this baby's mm. a little younger. So, babies are younger. Baby can kind of assisted walk. Do you think we I should put her on like not like PEDs? It's not necessarily PED, but it's kind of like a performance enhancing like supplement. Which being being the saucer, should should I should I should I invest in the saucer? Hmm, that's a good. How old is she again? Eight. She's no. almost. She's almost uh, ten months. Ten months. Okay, so um, that's that's a great question. I mean, Jack was a slow. He was like slow to walk, but then he was slow to walk, fast to jump. Sort of what mm. we say. Like he, he, yeah, exactly as as you say. Like he um, got a lot of confidence very fast, but it took him a while to get confidence. We use the Jolly Jumper for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was yeah, the, okay. um, the one you hang and, by the door frame or something. Yeah, uh, no, we got the one that one's banned, I think, as well. Oh. <laughs> so we we got okay. the one that it's got like a standalone kind of um, like like a little like rack or like a okay. kind of like a, yeah, like a stand that he bounces on and <clears throat> definitely strengthened his legs. Like it was like little, like it was definitely like working him out. And yeah. um, so I think there's no harm in it. As long as you don't let it become the, like the worst thing you can do that I learned is just picking up your kid too much. So the more you mm. can let them fall, walk, crawl. Um, like if you pick them up every every time then you're just reinforcing like a lazy um you know if, if forcing yeah, yeah, them yeah. to struggle a little bit is yeah. is actually really good so i think the saucer is a, is a good i would i would go for some kind of assisted uh mm. walking thing so yeah okay that's um so you you'd go for the ped i would go for the ped all right all right what's your feeling on on mcdonald's i love mcdonald's like oh personally or as a as a as a father as a father (laughs) has abby had mcdonald's no no she's still too young but like do you think she will before she's two yeah yeah 100 percent. okay because i i still feel like i'm christine and i are these are these outliers a lot of our friends 
they they either do it and don't admit it or they they downplay like our close friends I know like one of them doesn't really go to McDonald's and then um but like we go a lot like when I look at my credit card statement <laughs> I mean it's kind of bad like I I go to McDonald's a lot myself even because I, I like their coffee yeah. and um and now that I found out that you can order uh, like an egg, like an egg McMuffin without the bun, so you can just get the sausage and the egg. Um, <coughs> Wait, you can just so get they, that. Did, did they wrap it in anything? No, they they put it in like it's not very envi- environmentally friendly. They put it in like a tray, um, yeah. or like in a in a sometimes in like a burger box, and it's literally okay. just the the meat and the egg. Oh, okay. Um, and I mean, you can question if that thing in there is actually meat. I I don't. It's it's better it than is. the bun. It's 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 good. Yeah. So I think that um, but but yeah, like I guess where it really hit me <clears throat> is that Emma, when we were driving this weekend, we we, we were driving to Richmond Hill, mm-hmm. and she, I guess like it was at nighttime or it was kind of dusk, and she saw like the golden arches. We were like we weren't even going there; we were just driving by, and she got really excited and was like basically saying the word French fry and <laughs> Emma's not even two years old. And I was like, Oh my God, like she's like, have we, have we fucked? Like, have we totally messed up her? So has she um, had a French fry? Oh, she, she can eat like a medium French fry herself. Oh, wow. Oh man. Okay. She's like, she can just, yeah. Like we, we, we absolutely, we give her French fries. Um, and she even likes the, uh, the chicken. Like the not not the fried one, just like the like she'll eat like a chicken breast. So if we're like yeah, really yeah, yeah. pinched for time and we have to like yeah. take Jack to swimming or something or hockey, yeah. we'll like run by McDonald's, get her just a plain chicken breast, and uh, we don't really give her a medium French fry. Although I bet you she would eat it if we if we gave it to her, and we'll give her like <clears throat> ten fries. Has, and, she, has, she, has um, she tried uh, French fries and ice cream? No, but my wife, that's like her go-to. She just dips the, oh, yeah. She yeah, dips yeah. it in the McFlurry. Funnel cake. It's funnel cake, really. I yeah. guess so. Yeah, that's a good way yeah. to put it. Okay. So I just want to make sure that I'm not um I, know, I just cause... I just feel like I, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Like I I'm I'm super down with <laughs> Donald's. So if I'm down and I'm gonna be around it all the time, then inevitably Abby's gonna be eating it. Yeah, but then like isn't this when we should be as parents curbing this and like yeah, but I don't know. She's gonna. I I, I like to think that she's gonna discover this anyway. <laughs> I, I think I so. Too. So I think so too. And I and I I don't know about you, but I had a friend, um, two friends that I met in university uh, that I that that were on my floor. One of them was never allowed eating sugar cereals as a kid, mm-hmm. and I actually I lived with him for like four years, so he went just like buck wild on on like <laughs> like like he didn't do drugs, he didn't drink a lot, he just ate a lot of like Count Chocula. Um, and, um, and then like the other friend was kind of that textbook case where super buttoned down parents, no drinking, no partying. And he just went off the rocker. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's definitely that recoil. And I think that if you are one of those super healthy, you know, we're eating quinoa, this, and, you know, vegan, that, yeah. you're, you're, that, that's the kid who's going to be like smuggling Reese's pieces under their pillow and you know, um, Dude, the, the whole the whole thing is yeah. <laughs> if, if you expose it to them now, then you know they're gonna be they, they won't think it's anything special, and 
you know, they'll it'll just be they'll be over it by the time it matters. That's true. All right. Done. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> um cool man. Yeah, dude, I actually I don't mind this parent corner. We should try it again. Yeah, next week. I like it. I'll try to actually have a better story. See, I, I had a story, but it involved Jack's penis and as I was about to say it, I realized I don't know. I haven't talked to Christina about this yet, mm-hmm. and I need to like make sure that she's okay. Like me talking about, uh, you know, Jack's penis on the podcast because, um, mm. you know, it's something that I feel like th- there needs to be like both parental uh, consenting there. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to just start telling penis stories without uh, without consent. So I'm going to take it a little bit further, just 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 because you you kind of brought it up, but. Uh... Uh, Alicia was wiping Abby's uh, bum the other day, and she just pulled out a piece of spinach. Mm. <laughs> like she's just wiping it. She's like, "Oh shit, what is this?" And you know, as a parent, you're you're freaking out because you're like, you you feel something. You're you're doing you're wiping, and you're like, "Yeah, ah, and there's like, a little bump. What, what is this? This isn't normal." Yeah. And she's pulled it out, and it was like a big piece of spinach that wasn't digested, and yeah. uh, that was really disgusting. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Oh, like if we're, if, we're, if we're gonna go there, I mean, I could I could tell stories. Uh, I could tell stories about that for 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 at least ten minutes. Oh yeah, the the, the yeah, that whole world is. Uh, you, you get you get desensitized. I'm sure. Oh, for sure. It's so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's funny. Last thing on that, I was talking to a friend of mine about this who just got married, and he has nieces and nephews, and was talking about like his he and his wife babysat this their nephew and like she was changing their diaper and like it was just like awful like changing this diaper and i remember i I read this in some parenting book or some some book that we have this weird um evolutionary impulse where you like your baby's um smells don't offend you the way others would because that wouldn't make sense mm. evolutionarily, right? But mm-hmm. especially for men, there's like a strong evolutionary impulse for men to not raise other children, which is kind of weird. But like there's a lot of evidence that okay. like women can raise other children because it happened a lot back in the day. But men mm-hmm. tend to like want to raise their children or something like that. So mm. <clears throat> like what what would happen is if um, like right now you can change Abby's diaper, no problem. But if you were to like change my kid's diaper, you might gag or you might have like a mm. like a uh, even though it's the same age or the same like it's it's like your your brain has a way of of desensitizing that because it's your child. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, but it makes sense. though, I guess uh, totally. Yeah, it makes it makes so much sense. But it's just fascinating that we have all these um Basically, these these like it's like nature knew that we would be really bad at this, and they mm-hmm. just tried to give us every advantage to make it so that we, you know, didn't fuck this up. Or no, I shouldn't say they knew they we they we'd be bad at it. Nature knows how important it is. Yeah. So they created all these systems to no uh, no lie though I I, I still compl- still hold my breath whenever she poops. I don't. I try not to breathe it in. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Wait, but how do you do like the whole time? You're like uh, David Blaine. I, I, how do you hold your breath for so long? I, I I just I just try like I I kind of I don't gag, but I like mm, I just kind of hold my breath. I kind of look the other way and I try to do it as quick as possible. 
it's a little bit harder now because she just scrambles so much. Yeah. And it's like it's honestly like wrestling a bear. Like she's just constantly on the move, rolling around, um, or just wants to crawl away. It's so hard now. So I find it a little bit harder to do that now, but it generally if she's in one place, I I, I, I kinda hold my breath. Have have you tried singing to her while you do it? What, singing while I change? No, I haven't. Yeah. Maybe that do- will work. Dude, Emma, for for whatever reason, I watched my mom do it once, and Christina mm-hmm. does it too. Mm-hmm. And with me, Emma fight. We used to fight all the time. So Emma loves Frozen. So now, <laughs> just just visual visual here of Kent, like just like belting out, like let it go while I'm changing Emma. But she loves it. She laughs and she doesn't move. She's like transfixed with my uh, my horrible my horrible singing, and she just sits still and and. Uh, you know, thirty seconds later, I, I sometimes I don't even get to the chorus, and uh, oh. and we're done. I I just kind of give her random toys or random things, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it sometimes like she was giving her a toothbrush. She was really into a toothbrush for a bit that lasted like maybe a week, and now she's so over the toothbrush. Oh yeah, and for sure. Yeah, uh, singing. Okay, okay. Give it a shot, cool. man. Yeah, I'll give it a shot, man. Well, um, all right. This is right, um, this is an. I think it's going to be an hour fifteen because we talked for fourteen minutes at the beginning, and I'm going to cut that. And um, this is an hour and thirty minutes. Here we go. It's our shortest pot ever. Cool. We got some good. I, I, we got some good action items. I like it. I, I can't wait. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna BCC you on this email to Casper. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs>